You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. All right. Well, Father, I thank you for this amazing group of emerging world changers. I thank you that you have brought us together uh, by divine appointment. And I thank you that this podcast is an answer to prayer today, Lord. I thank you that you created us, Father, as uh, people uh, who were to live out of their heart, to live out of the place of their union with you and to to uh, be fully alive in Christ and experience the, the range of emotions that goes with the experience of being a new creation, the experience of being a redeemed human being. And I thank you, Father, that you are a God of emotion, a God of desire, uh, that you also have a beautiful heart and our hearts are one. And so we want to step into spiritual maturity today, Father. We want to be discipled. We want to hear how you deal with your feelings. We want to hear how Jesus feels. We want to know, Father, how to walk in the fruit of the Spirit all the time and how to get out of that place, Father, where our emotions are are, are running our lives. They are affecting us negatively, Father, where we are suffering emotionally, where we are suffering physically because of uh, not knowing how to, to work through our emotions and just really, Father, help us wrap up just this topic and understand the, the human heart today. Help us understand the redeemed heart today. And we're just going to go where you're going today. We're going to follow your lead, Holy Spirit. And so I just yield right now as a living sacrifice. Think through my mind, speak through my mouth, interrupt me and talk to every single listener as I'm talking. And Father, we're just uh, expecting truths that set us free. We're expecting minds to be renewed. We're expecting shifts in um, our mindsets today. And we thank you that transfiguration and transformation is always the result of those things. So we just give you praise in advance for it and we call it done. In Jesus' name. Well, awesome, you guys. This has been a fun series, and I've been really excited about the feedback that uh, we've already been getting about how this has really helped people understand what what the heart is, um, what scripturally the heart is, and how sometimes that gets confusing when we you know when we live in modern modern times versus what people uh, in ancient times believed about the heart. And so, just as a quick reminder. You know, we kicked off this this podcast series with an explanation that the the biblical authors did not have an understanding uh, like we do in modern times of the mind and of the brain. And so the heart for Hebrews, the heart for biblical writers was really the place of like the center of our being. They didn't separate it into like emotions and our intellect and uh you know, it was like the source of our being. It was like all of life. And so if you want to dive into that, the episode, the first episode of this podcast series goes really deep into that. But today, I really wanted to remind us of that because what I want to talk about is these darn pesky feelings that seem to drive us around, that seem so many times to be out of control. And honestly, you know that this is true. We live in an epidemic, really, of mental illness, of emotional um, immaturity, uh, of strife, of anger, of violence that is coming out of the, the human heart and coming out of people 
um, in all kinds of destructive ways. Um, we've been talking in this podcast about the role of trauma. We've been talking about mind renewal from a neuroscience perspective. We've been talking about how our feelings are always an indication of really what's going on in our heart, of what's going on in our body. It, 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 you know, I talk about that thoughts are the language of the mind, but feelings are the language of the heart. They're the language of the body. And um, I also want to say about this, I mean, the Bible has a lot to say about emotions and it has a lot to say about our hearts, right? It talks about, and I actually just pulled up a few here. Let me, let me just read a couple um, of things that I pulled up scripture wise, right? So in Proverbs 29, 11, it says a fool always loses his temper, but a wise man holds it back, right? There's another one um, in Ecclesiastes 11.10, it says, so remove grief and anger from your heart and put away pain from your body because childhood and the prime of life are fleeting. Um, in 1 John 3.20, it says, and whatever our heart condemns us, whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Proverbs 16.32 says, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. He who rules his spirit uh, than he who captures a city. Um, let's look at another one. Uh, and James 1.15, it says, when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. Uh, let's look here. Um, a tranquil heart in Proverbs 14.30 is life to the body, but passion is rottenness to the bone. So these are different translations here. But I just wanted, I mean, I could go on and on here. Um, uh, do not eager in your heart to be angry, for anger resides in the bosom of fools. Um I'm just looking at some New Testaments here. Um, Philippians 2, 4, do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but all for the interests of others. Uh, I'm just looking at a more. Um, Ephesians 4, 19, and they having become callous and giving themselves over to sensuality and the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. A fool does not, you know, I can keep going on. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So these are just a few scriptures that talk about emotions in scripture. And so you can find, you know, all of these things about not letting our emotions rule us. But the truth is most people don't know how to do that practically. In fact, there's really three primary ways that most people deal with emotions. And we do this sometimes without even realizing that we're doing this. The number one way that sometimes people deal with emotions is they just suppress them. They repress them. And I will tell you, in a lot of Christian circles, we've almost been taught to do this. I mean, I remember a book that I read called Harnessing Your Emotions uh, many, many years ago. And I'm not saying that this is what that said, but I think I took away from that book. And I think I've taken away over the course of my life in different scenarios and different sermons that I've heard that it was almost like we deny our emotions. You know, it was kind of like, uh, it, it, which is kind of a, you, you ignore them. You speak scripture over them. You, um, you, you, you just don't allow them to control you. But here's the, the thing about just that strategy for not allowing them to control you. Like control, it's like we're white knuckling it. And what we end up doing is we end up just kind of suppressing it. And you guys, when we have suppressed emotions, that is one of the number one reasons that we are, are get sick. It causes migraines. It causes digestive orders. It causes autoimmune issues. It causes physical pain, chronic fatigue syndrome. It causes back issues. I mean, there is the, I mean, emotions, truthfully, stress 
specifically is the result of repressed and suppressed emotions. I mean, I personally have had to work through health issues with these things. And, you know, God forbid that a Christian feels hate. God forbid that a, a Christian feels jealousy. God forbid that, you know, we're anger, but sin not. So it doesn't really give us real practical advice on what do we do with these pesky emotions. You know, and so we repress and we suppress them and we speak over it. We speak the word, right? We take our thoughts and our emotions captive to the obedience of Christ. We hear these scriptures, but like, what the heck does that mean? What, what are we doing? Or, or the other alternative is, is we express them. So we think, oh, we're going to process the emotions. We're going to express the emotions. And so I'm just going to talk about the emotions. I'm going to, and many times we express them in unhealthy ways, right? I'm going to yell. I'm going to scream. I'm going to flip someone off if it's anger, you know, white knuckling it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to shut up and, 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 you know, just, just ah, scream, <laughs> you know? And so we end up expressing it. But here's the thing that doesn't necessarily resolve it either. In fact, the more we talk about it, the more we express it and verbally and, and try to go through that, we're actually just gate putting more attention on it. We're giving it more energy. And so it doesn't really ever go away, right? Unforgiveness, all of these things we struggle with. And then the last one that's a real popular one, right, is that we escape it. So we escape it with television. We escape it with food. We escape it with alcohol. We escape it with all kinds of addictions with, you know, and we we sleep, whatever. We just buffer those emotions because we don't know what to do with them. And so today I want to talk about, and, and I, well, before I hop into really what the alternative is, I also want to chat just a little bit of review about what we talked about with mind renewal, we've been talking about, you know, Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so we've been talking about, you know, the that the heart and the mind um, really and the body, it's the mind, body, spirit connection that these are all connected. This It's like you can't isolate a part of you, your emotional life from your spiritual life. You can't isolate your emotional life from your thought life. I mean, these, the mind, the body, and the spirit are, are integrated. And so when we have an emotional reaction, we've been talking about what a trigger is, right? And how our brains, um, everything that we believe, every, every experience that we've ever been through and the meanings that we've attached to those experiences are all stored in our subconscious mind. And so when we, when we come across a stimuli, whether that stimuli is a circumstance or it's a person who says something, I mean, we are going through life every single day being triggered, meaning those, those neural pathways are being triggered and those meanings and those beliefs and those emotions from our past programming are all coming to bear. We talked about how so many people blame the devil for things that are frankly triggers. They're, they're, they're lies that we believed in our heart. And so there's a lot of times when we are having level 10 reactions to situations just because there's unresolved pain and suppressed emotions and emotions underlying you know, they're coming from previous trauma, from previous experiences, and they're being piled on top of the current situation. You know, I talked about how, I think I talked about this, I talk about it all the time, but if I haven't, I'll, I'll remind you guys. I remember one time, remember I told, I, I've told this story so many times, but I was yelling, <laughs> I was yelling at Brian. He was in the kitchen and he just calmly said to me, you realize that you're yelling at me? And I just yelled, I'm not yelling at you, I'm yelling at my dad. And I'm telling you, 
that was a subconscious thing coming right out of my heart because I did not think that I was yelling at my dad. I thought, you know what, you need to stop what you're doing right now because if you stop it, then I won't be angry, right? And so the other thing that happens is that we start to think if everybody would just stop being crazy, that we would be emotionally mature. That if everybody could just get their act together, then we would be fine. And so we project outward that like we are completely out of control of our own inner thought life, of our own inner world, and that really everybody else has the problem. If they would stop just saying that, or if they would just stop acting that way, or if they would quit rejecting me, then I would not have these bad feelings. And you guys, there's nothing about the gospel that that tells us that we are a victim to our own inner world, that we are a victim to our own emotional life. And so the goal of this theory, this series has been to try to kind of unpack all of this. So the good news is there is an alternative. There's an alternative to suppressing and repressing your emotions. There's an alternative to expressing your emotions, um, usually in ways that don't resolve them. There is a alternative to us uh, uh, buffering our um, emotions and escaping from our emotions and not dealing with our emotions. And then all of the issues that happen, because guess what? Emotions are energetic. Okay, emotions, every everything has a frequency. Okay, everything has a frequency and emotions have frequency. This is why when we are uh, in the presence of someone who's anger, we can angry, we can feel it. When we are in the presence of someone who struggles with lust, we can feel it. Why? It's not because we're so spiritually discerning, although that's kind of the way that we understood it because we just understood it. it was a spirit of strife, right? Or it was a spirit of lust. But the truth is it's a frequency of anger. It's a frequency of lust. And it's coming from the person because thoughts are electromagnetic. They are measurable. Uh, emotions are electromagnetic. They are measurable. We can measure uh, the, the frequency of a human being. We can measure the frequency of plants. We can measure the frequency of diseases. And we can measure the frequency of health. And every emotion on the spectrum of emotions has a frequency. Um, the higher frequency emotions are like love and joy, right? And the lower frequency emotions are like sadness and depression. And so each of those emotions is measurable. And so I'm saying that because emotions are energy. That's why if you're really angry, how many of you have been so angry that you literally thought you were going to explode inside? <laughs> like you're just like, Rah! or how many of you have grown up or been a round really angry, violent people. It's like an explosion of energy. Okay. So, I mean, or you've seen uh, adrenaline get released, right? In, in, a, in a crisis situation and a mother lift a car off of, off of someone, off of her child or something. I mean, there is energetic components to human beings. And so emotions literally are energy in motion. Okay. That's where they get the word emotion. It's energy in motion. And so energy and motion or emotions are, first of all, a normal part of being a human being. And the truth is, if you cannot feel the negative emotions, then you cannot feel the positive emotions. And most of us did not grow up or have not been discipled in, in our spiritual families and our spiritual communities to grow into a place where we can, we, we understand, um, emotional regulation, that we have emotional maturity. And so what an immature Christian looks like, what an immature emotional person looks like who has a low emotional IQ is that they are driven, they are ruled, they are, um, emotionally controlled. 
And I will tell you, you guys, you know, I have kids, you guys, a lot of you guys have kids out there. And I will tell you, I really, really wish that they would introduce this kind of stuff into our schools. Uh, you know, because raising emotionally mature human beings is one of the most important things that we can do. Uh, because most of us just don't know what to do with them. Most of us don't know, uh, the things that I've just talked about in this series. And, and these are life changing principles. So let's get on to what's the alternative, right? So if emotions are energy in motion, here's the thing about feelings. Okay. Just the way thoughts are designed to be Thunk, right? Thoughts are, are designed to, we, we, we think our thoughts. Well, feelings are designed to be felt. And when we don't have the capacity to feel our feelings, then one of the other alternatives is going to be what happens. And when we suppress and repress and never express emotion, and I'm going to say express it, I don't mean verbally express it. I mean, release the energy around those emotions, then, then they, 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 they get stuck. Okay. And stuck emotions keep us uh, emotionally immature. They keep us um, stunted in our spiritual growth. They keep us uh, in bondage in our relationships. And, and so the goal here is to let this energy go is actually when it says the Bible says to be angry and sin not, it doesn't say, it doesn't say be angry and stuff it, be angry and escape it. Be angry and express it in a healthy way. It's simply saying, just let it be, let it go. And most of us have just never been taught on how to do that. And so today I just wanted to tell you an alternative. And I also wanted to share with you this process that if you will learn to feel your emotions and you will really engage in this process of surrender and letting go and releasing these things to the Lord, then you will find that you become a completely different human being and the layers of repressed emotions will fall off of you. You will, you will, you will no longer be a slave to all of this emotional turmoil that nobody's known what to do with. So the process of feeling your emotions and letting them go and surrendering them is actually pretty easy. Um, really the main thing that's required is that you have to jut, you have to drop the judgment. Okay. And what I mean by that is that you have to just be able to be with the feeling without judging the feeling. And so many times what we do is we make our emotions wrong. So, and what I mean by that is that we're afraid of fear, right? We have guilt over certain emotions. We have guilt over feeling jealousy. We have guilt over feeling anger. So let's chat about what do we do when we have these crazy emotions, right? So anger, jealousy, uh, fear, right? So we've taught these, we've been taught that these emotions are wrong. I mean, Jesus would say, fear not. Over and over again, we've heard fear not, fear not, fear not, you know? And so then we fear fear. So we have fear on top of fear. We have guilt and shame around, uh, uh, around certain emotions, jealousy. I should not feel jealous, right? And so we think there's something wrong with us in um, because we're having these emotions, right? But true spiritual maturity, Jesus, it says he was tempted in all ways without sin. So it's not that he didn't feel jealousy. It's not that he didn't feel anger. It's not that he didn't feel fear, right? <laughs> I mean, he, he was under so much duress 
in the garden, right? That so much stress, he felt stress. He felt these things. Okay. But the, but the thing that we want to do is we want to just release them, right? So energy, the energy of emotions just, it will shift when it's simply surrendered when it's when we, we we just let it go so the way that you do this guys is that you simply feel them right and when you sit in a particular emotion okay so let's say that you have fear okay let's say that you have fear of fear right well the first thing that you want to do is you just want to recognize you want to say okay i i'm i'm feeling afraid okay you're not going to make it wrong you're just simply going to feel the emotion. Okay. So if you're afraid of being of, of fear, okay. So I have fear of being afraid. And so you just don't judge it. You're like, okay, where do I feel this? Well, I feel it in my chest. I feel a little bit in my, my throat here. Okay. Well, Jesus, I'm just going to feel this emotion. Okay. So you just simply focus on where the feeling is. And you just sit with it, not judging it, not deep, not moralizing it, not speaking scripture to it. You just sit in the presence of the Lord with the feeling. There's, I mean, Jesus is, you're not in trouble for having the feeling. It's simply just a feeling. And so you're just going to focus on that sensation and you're just going to release it to Jesus. Jesus, I just give you this fear. I surrender this fear. You're not trying to, you're just letting it be there. You're letting it be there. And sometimes it may be there for a few minutes. But here's the thing. Feelings are like the weather. They, they will run out of steam. And I will say this, though. If you have not practiced this, there's a lot of pent up emotion that needs to be released. And so this isn't a one time thing. It will get easier. It will uh, become less and less as all of this repressed stuff and all the stuff you've been escaping, all these things you've been running from run their course. But you just want to feel it. You guys, I can tell you this week, for example, I got up, uh, I think I guess it was yesterday morning, and I just realized, wow, I, I'm not, I'm just not in peace, right? And so I just thought, okay, I'm just going to sit here for a little bit and just kind of work through this stuff, right? And so I just sat in my bed and I just felt my emotions and I could literally start to feel different parts of my body and where their emotions were. And I just went through it. It was hilarious because I, I think I started at like, I don't know, 6, 624. And I opened my eyes and it was 708. So I was like, oh my goodness. And time just flew by, right? Because why? I was just connecting with my inner world. I was connecting with my heart. I was connecting with what is going on with me. I'd had a really busy weekend. I know my kids had like gotten, you know, they're uh, bicker, bicker, bicker. And I just think I just hadn't had a moment really to just be like, whoa, okay, what's what's going on here? And so I just felt them. I just felt them. And immediately there, there was a shift and you will feel lighter. And then you may, there may be another layer that comes up. But you guys, just, just taking the time to feel it. When you are angry, just be angry and sin not by letting the anger subside. And you know what I'm sharing with you is true because how many of you have actually done that? Like you've just stepped away from the situation and you've just, the anger does subside. It doesn't, that's why they say count to 10, right? It's because the energy of that, when you're in it, it will subside. And our hearts are, are, are we don't want them to get clogged, right? We don't want um, our, our, our lives to be ruled by these unexpressed or wrongly expressed emotions. 
And here's the thing about the thoughts. Like when you're sitting there, you may have been bombarded with thoughts while you're sitting in that emotion. But here's the thing. Just ignore the thoughts because the way our minds store all of this stuff is that as we as we file away emotions in our minds, there are thousands of thoughts that are attached to those emotions. But remember, all of those thoughts are coming from your old programming. They are not coming from... Uh, who you really are because you are not your emotions and you're not your thoughts. In fact, when you really practice this, you will begin to be able to observe your thoughts and observe your feelings without being the expressor of your thoughts or your feelings. Okay. Because your feelings do not define you. Your, your unrenewed mind does not define you. The gospel defines you. And so Making yourself, realizing that these, as you begin to do this, what you'll begin to realize is that, oh, wow, all of these feelings are coming from thoughts that aren't even, are not me. And your real self, your capital S self, your spirit self, your, the self that lives in union with Jesus will begin to be able to rise above this, right? And so this is a, a huge, huge revelation, you guys, that feelings just need to be felt. They need unconditional acceptance and love. They need to just be, let them be there with it, right? And Jesus is right there with you. He's right there in the feeling with you. And he's not rejecting you. In fact, he's the one, uh, you know, energy doesn't ever... Um, disappear it just transforms and so when you when it when you release this and you surrender it and you let it go through this process of just sitting with it and letting it letting it be right well the surrender the lord will take it and 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 there is a there will peace will be will be the result of that okay so i guess i'll say this Solving problems at the level of the mind does not work. In fact, it just creates a downward spiral of negative thoughts. When you think one negative thought, then a negative thought comes, then a negative thought comes, and it reinforces itself. And it, it's like worry, right? It's the same thing with gratefulness, right? Gratefulness spawns gratefulness. So when you're having those negative thoughts and you're having those negative feelings, really the goal is just to be with it. Be with it in the presence of God. Drop the judgment. Drop the moralizing for a moment. And just sit with it and let the energy, remember, emotions are energy in motion. Let the energy move. Let it move out of you into uh, and, and let it be with Jesus. And I promise you, whatever problem you're in, whatever circumstance you're in, when you are in peace, you can hear God. When you are in peace, you can uh, get creative solutions. When you don't have all of this emotional baggage clogging your inner world, right? You can, there's space now for, for hearing from God. There's space for the peace of God, which can surpass your understanding as you're releasing it to him, right? So you guys, this is a, uh, you know, a not super long topic that I'm going to be talking about today because it actually is pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It's not necessarily easy because we haven't been taught. We haven't been taught to sit with our emotions. We haven't been taught. We've been, been, been and because we've been around 
you know, even our own selves or other people who were, whose emotions were out of control. We have, you know, some beliefs in there that emotions aren't safe, that it's, that certain feelings aren't safe, that certain, that feelings are sinful. And you guys, feelings are not sinful. Okay. Um, acting out of your feelings, uh, wrongly expressing your feelings, you know, all of those things are what get us into trouble. It's not the actual feeling itself. I mean, and again, I'm going to say it this way. If you cannot sit and feel your negative emotions, then you're going to be stunted in your ability to feel the positive ones. And so accepting the range of the human emotion, uh, emotional spectrum and, and accepting yourself in no matter what emotional, uh, feeling you may be feeling in the moment is a huge part of just loving yourself the way that God does and operating the way that God does, because God has the range of emotions. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can be sad. We can, uh, the, uh, the Lord has anger, you know, um, there, there's a range of emotions that the Lord has too, but he is righteousness, peace, and joy. He is patient. He is loving. He is kind. He is gentle. The fruit of his spirit are are the um are the fruit of the spirit right so how how can we operate in the fruit of the spirit well we need to let the things that aren't the fruit of the spirit go we need to let the old programming go we need to let the emotional responses that we are experiencing we need to we need to feel them so that they can shift so it's pretty simple you guys and i uh i i, I know it's not easy but it's worth it you don't have to fear falling into the abyss of a feeling if you can sit with it in the presence of the Lord and simply observe it, right? And so when we don't do that, that's what causes fear to become anxiety. That's what causes sadness to become depression because we just have not, we've not given space nor have we known how to release those things to the Lord, right? So that's it for today, you guys. This is a lesson in letting go. It's a lesson in surrender. It's a lesson of letting go of the fear of having feelings and coming into a place where you can observe your feelings, you can feel your feelings, and you can become a watcher of your inner world rather than an experiencer of it or just an experiencer of it. Alrighty. So God bless you guys and uh, put this in practice. And then I'd love to hear how it's working. So God bless you. Have a supernatural week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Shalisa's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at Shalice.com and watch Shalice's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.